0: hello friends welcome to our podcast if you haven't already be sure to rate review and subscribe to the podcast it really helps us out if you haven't done so before go ahead and follow us on social media you can find us on instagram at point of view pod and on twitter at podcast underscore pov and if you're looking for a fun positive star wars community to be a part of be sure and join our facebook group and you can find us at a certain point of view discussion group thanks and enjoy the show so, what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Hello there. Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. Ben, how's it going, man?
1: Um, we. I mean, dude, this was the best episode we've ever got.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I can disagree with you on that. I <laughs> I, I just,
1: I mean, I know that, like, we're not quite into talking about the episode yet, but oh my gosh, I've had a hard time not thinking about this episode this week.
0: I have, like, too. I have literally, these last two episodes, I have watched each of them, like, four times each. Yeah. And, like gone back and listened to certain things musically and like I don't and I've watched people react to them like I've watched everything I can watch and I've listened to everything I can listen to about these episodes (laughs) because it is some of the best Star Wars we've ever gotten like yeah literally ever gotten and I'm not one to do that with new things usually they have to just settle in and like Mm -hmm. you have to wait and see if it's gonna Like if time is going to last, you know, with that, if it's going to age well, but like, dude, they are putting everything into this, everything. And
1: it's, it's making me like, (laughs) like this whole thing is making, I knew that this season was going to do this to me, but I didn't know it was going to do it to me already. I know. Where I, like, I've always said I've, I'm a prequel baby. But like this season is solidifying the prequel era as like my favorite era of Star Wars. Like it's just, it's getting so rich now. Yeah. Like, like it's it already was rich. Yeah. And like previous seasons already made it rich. But like this this arc and the way that they are ending this is not something that Star Wars fans even deserve. I know. <laughs> it's so good.
0: I know, dude. Like. Uh, so before we really dive into this, um, how has your week been? Have you really gotten? Have you done anything Star Wars related besides watch Clone Wars a bunch of times or anything? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, let's see here. I um, I actually don't know if I have. I I mean I feel like my week this week really was like I wanted to think about only this episode whenever sure. it came to Star Wars. Um, And so I feel like whenever it comes to Star Wars things for me this week, it involved watching this episode a few times and then watching tons of reactions. Like, even even reaction channels that I don't follow yet. Like, I literally just, for the first time in a while, looked up. I was like, I need to just see what people think of this because it's amazing. I did that too. And, like, I, because <laughs> I just wanted more. I just wanted to, like talk to people about this because I feel like like it's funny like I feel like in our circle like mine and yours circle we just don't have a ton of friends that love Clone Wars right um even though I know there's tons of people that love Clone Wars but like where we live like everybody here it seems is just like movie fans and I'm just like sitting over here dying like I've got to talk to somebody about this episode because it's so good yeah (laughs) so that's really what my like week in Star Wars has been is just thinking about this and what next week is going to be like and all that.
0: Dude, honestly, mine too, um, in general, except today. I don't know if you saw my post in the uh, in the group today, but I yeah. watched for the first time. I don't know how this happened, but I had never seen the Clone Wars movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was actually surprised I'd, that you hadn't seen it.
0: I don't know what happened. I think... um. I don't know, I probably when it when I started watching the show, I just clicked on episode one because it was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know what happened as far as like I I probably just heard that the movie sucked and I just didn't bother with it. And so I just so when I started watching the Clone Wars, Ahsoka was already established as Anakin's Padawan and like mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, Anakin has a Padawan. Okay, and I just dove in. Yeah. It didn't bother me at all. But um, I I didn't understand like why people hated Ahsoka mm-hmm. from the beginning of the show because I don't I didn't feel like she was all that annoying at the beginning of the show, right? And uh, but I guess people were more so referring to the movie um, than yeah. anything.
1: And I do think that that's actually really important because I. I think that there's there's a little bit of a period in the first season where she's not super lovable. Like she, you well, know, she's, she's a little annoying. She's yeah, but she's young, exactly. Yeah. And that's like why I've never really hated her. Right. Um, but I think that most of most of what people complain about comes from that movie. Yeah. But even then, the movie's not bad. Yeah. Like, so
0: that's what I was going to I was going to get into like this movie gets so much hate, like I and, yeah. and like everyone that I hear talking about Star Wars like on a regular basis, everyone I follow, like you know podcasting or youtube wise the majority of them say that this movie is not even worth watching. it's just so bad, and mm-hmm. today, I don't know why I just kind of had the urge to just see what the fuss was about. I was like, you know mm-hmm. what, I've never seen the actual beginning of this show I love." <laughs> And yeah. I want to because I know it's starting on a movie and ending on a movie. So I wanted to see the yeah. first movie. And, dude, I got to say, I don't get it. I love, I loved it for the majority of the movie. I, yeah. I had a blast. It.
1: There's also some, like, really fun things about that, like, fun facts about that movie is, like, the fact that they didn't, you know, it was the first go at this show, really. So, like, they didn't have characters like they didn't have voice actors locked down for these characters so actually a lot of the movie stars reprised their roles like like samuel l jackson was mace windu um and um, christopher lee was count dooku wow um yeah so like they both reprised their roles. That
0: makes sense, actually. Dooku was particularly awesome in this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's Christopher Lee. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> um, so like, you hear those voices and you know who they are. Yeah. Um, and so they didn't have anyone else lined up for those parts yet or anything. Like, they just, like, they had the budget because it was a theatrical release. Um, and they're like, Oh, like in these big actors, because it's a theatrical release, it is a star Wars movie. They're like, Oh, well, of course, like Samuel L. Jackson actually loves playing Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. And so he like, he's like, of course I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Very interesting. Yeah. But like, I noticed that a lot of, you know, I know that there's those few things like everybody talks about, you know, Ahsoka calls, Anakin, Sky Guy, and she calls R2, R2-E. Um, I know those R2-y things. r 2 is the particularly. Yeah, on the I, I got to say I did not <laughs> particularly. I didn't like Sky Guy, but I didn't mm-hmm. hate it like I like I thought I would. And, and, and R2-E was bad. Like I was like, why is she doing that? Like what was Dave yeah. thinking? <laughs> and.
1: Yeah, that's the one that I'm like.
0: Uh, To me, the biggest problem with the movie was Zero the Hut is just the worst. (laughs) What was he thinking for Zero the
1: Hut? I I actually 100% agree. Now, I can't remember who he was actually based off of, but there was a particular, like, I think there's, like, a particular character. It might have been based off of something, like, in a Western or something. But Zero was based off of something.
0: It did not work, Dave. <laughs> it didn't
1: work. <laughs> Let's just yeah, put it lightly. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to say it worked. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't like Zero the Hutt. Um, and I definitely was not a huge fan of the love story aspect of Zero and the weird chick either. Um, is that in the movie no. or is that later on in Clone No,
0: that's not in the movie. I think that's in the okay. arc that he's in later. Yeah. Which is well, awful. Still, I, zero in general. I can't uh-uh. he's awful. I can't get by I, I I could I, <laughs> whenever he was on screen, I could barely watch. But it's not yeah. that much. And the thing mm-hmm. is, everything else about the movie feels like Clone Wars episodes. I don't know. Wh- yeah. In fact, good Clone Wars episodes, you have awesome battles between Obi-Wan and Asajj Ventress. You have battles between Anakin and Count Dooku on Tatooine Mm -hmm. at dusk. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) It's really cool. It's so good.
1: I'm happy you brought up that duel because I think that duel is really, really cool. It Um, is. Like between Anakin and Count Dooku. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, the Asajj and Obi-Wan stuff is really cool. Yeah. it it really is it's it's made well and like it because it did have a bigger budget it looks better than the first season of clone wars it did
0: look good it looked very good
1: yeah um and so you know i think that they um they did a good job with it and it's like you said it's almost like they just meshed like three or four good episodes of clone wars together yeah um and just gave us that you know not like great episodes but good, good. like i mean super I fun really-
0: I'll yeah. tell you what, dude, and we, I know we got to get to this, what we're actually going to talk about today, but I just had to talk about this because I feel like people crap on this and I, I wanted to defend it. You know, I liked, yeah. we like to defend things that people crap on around here.
1: <laughs> you can go listen to our two part discussion on the last Jedi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please do that. It actually is a really fun. It episode. is actually a really, in, uh, I love that episode. Also that the prequel episodes, we defend the prequels yeah. somewhat too. Um, we also talk about the the bad things um we did because they're there um so but what i was gonna say is dude obi-wan in this movie is so much fun he is he is so fun. much fun i love this obi-wan the witty banter between him and anakin him and mm-hmm. um him and asajj Ventress, and then the yep. Honestly, I loved the relationship between Anakin and Ahsoka. I know it was a little bit corny at times, but I I, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I think my biggest problem I had with Ahsoka in this movie, you know, you have to just get over the fact that she might be kind of like annoying or whatever. She's young and reckless and trying to fit into her new role. And I think that that's normal. Yeah. The most annoying thing I found about Ahsoka was I forgot her, how her – I did not like her early outfit. the Mm two-piece thing it's weird (laughs) yeah because she's just like this young girl and i'm watching her in like a two-piece outfit it's i didn't i don't like that it's weird
1: yeah
0: um but other than that it's 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 just it's it's great dude i enjoyed it i had so much fun with it i was i was like okay when does this get bad
1: Yeah, legitimately, it's and then
0: zero entered and it got bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the zero the hut parts are not good. I get that the R two E thing is kind of crappy, but it doesn't yeah. ruin the whole thing for me. No, I agree. Yeah.
0: So, with that said, dude, let's do this. Let's get into this. We are talking today about Star Wars: The Clone Wars, season seven, episode ten, "The Phantom Apprentice." Directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written by our favorite Dave Filoni. (laughs) Hmm. So um, is this the same guy that directed the last one or is this a different guy? I cannot. This is
1: a different guy. that's Um, what I thought. Well, it feels different. This is, yeah, Um, he is one of the directors that worked on the – the episodes deal or uh, deal no deal I said deal or no deal deal no deal and together again okay okay um, from the previous arc
0: i thought um, those were well directed honestly yeah, they were I, you know
1: um, and it looks like he is also a storyboard artist on uh, rebels and resistance so he's he's familiar with cool this whole thing
0: awesome yeah i mean i okay Let's just get our first initial thoughts out of the way. I I think we kind of did a little bit already, but dude, this, I don't know what we did to deserve this, this level of Star Wars. We don't. (laughs) We as Star Wars fans do not deserve this.
1: On a singular level, we don't deserve Sam Witwer (laughs) as Maul. Amen. And we especially don't deserve Sam Witwer and Ray Park as Maul. Like... Combined into one. Dude. I mean, this entire episode is incredible, but, like, just purely their execution of the character Maul in this episode was, it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen in an animated show, or almost any show. I mean
0: this is ridiculous so you <laughs> you know the you know the thing where people die in movies or shows and then like they find a way to bring them back and it's usually kind of cheap and mm-hmm. not good and in star wars my has star wars even done that I, i'm trying to think a lot of shows and movies especially mcu do that and um i have you know, th- there's a lot to be said about that being a lazy way to go about things and all that or whatever. But I got to tell you what, man. I know that when Maul came back – and I, I I did not watch the the show when it was actually airing. But mm-hmm. I know that when Maul came back, a lot of people were mixed on him coming back because uh, because he died. <laughs> we all right. saw it. Yeah. So like – him coming back just seemed like a bit of a reach to maybe i guess to maybe like make clone wars a little darker and they want i don't mm-hmm. know i don't I'm just speculating here what people were thinking at the time, but I gotta tell you, man, they have done it in a way that is so seamless and so right the way, yeah, even like the whole the whole spider leg thing it mm-hmm. was weird, it was really weird. But he was, like, mentally just sick. Messed up. He was messed up, man. And I thought that the way they did that and even, like, the use of magic or whatever, that that side of the Force. um, Yep. I thought that the use of that to bring him back to his evil normal self, I thought that was really cool. And then everything that he's done since then – you know the whole that whole arc with his brother with Savage Press, and then going to Mandalore with Death Watch, and now this. Yeah, his arc has just been phenomenal, and I, I, am so glad that we have this much mall to talk about yeah. and and watch. And he does whenever he's on screen, he makes such he Sam Witwer brings so much of a presence. He brings that character to life in a way that few people can bring any character to life. I, I don't really yeah. know of, I mean, Mark Hamill is the closest thing I can think about to bringing a character to life just with their voice. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I think yeah. that's like the person I can compare it to the most. It's like that person is giving literally everything that they have into this voice performance. And yeah. like, you can tell with Sam Whitworth that he is giving it all physically while he is doing this vocal performance (laughs) and so yeah I don't know man between that uh, all of the dialogue I have I we will be I will be putting clips into this episode because yeah Maul has like 50 lines in this show in this episode (laughs) that I just want to play the clip of we can't do that because that's like way too much but I, there are so many just single lines that Maul says. <laughs> They're just so good and so well said. And then aside from the Maul stuff, you have uh you have the the Mandalore stuff, the, the Mandalorians with the, like the Maul I guess we can call them. Um mm-hmm. I love that aspect of it. I love, you know, while the while the duel between Ahsoka and Maul is happening at the very same time, you have this ground battle between the clones and the mandalorians dude yeah it is just the the way they intercut between it is just so beautiful and then yeah and then dude the way we are parallel with events that are going through revenge of the sith right now yep. we are parallel with them and the way that they are doing that does not feel forced in any way it is yeah. seamless it is smooth and it is meticulously thought out Every word, every word that every character is saying in these, (laughs) in these last two episodes is important. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy.
1: Yeah. You can't like turn away for a second. You've got, I mean, like, I know you you were already talking about him, but seriously, like mall, it's like every single breath has so much emotion and incredible just like like, so many feelings, and so much, like, I I don't even know if, like, like, what the right word is, but his presence in this is just so, like, he steals the stage every time, but, like, not to, not, like, to make you lose other people within it, it's just, like, he's just that good. Like you care about every single thing he's saying in the little things. Like whenever, like at the beginning of the episode, whenever Ahsoka and him are talking and he says, and like, she asks like, well, like who, who is like behind all of this or whatever, or who is going to rule. Th- I can't remember the exact like dialogue in general, but I remember Maul saying, Darth, Sidious. yeah like he got like scared yeah in the middle of himself saying it and stuff like that is just why we are gushing about it you know it's those little things that Sam Witwer pays attention to yeah that make it so good and his dynamic man because Maul is so like he's so good at being like calm and collected, but still kind of manic and scared at the same time. But then he'll suddenly, whenever he gets passionate, he's getting louder, but he's never losing that quality of fear behind every word he is saying. He is constantly scared. Yeah. And, but he's also just such a genius. I'm so happy that Maul is not a shallow villain anymore. And like, because of the clone wars and especially, Especially because of this arc. And I think that like you can tell they poured everything into this last arc. Yeah. And um Ahsoka and Maul kind of like talking in the throne room and everything, which we'll talk about that whole thing in just a minute. But but like I do want to just say that these two characters in this arc are reminding me of um a little bit of Ray and Kylo in some ways just because these two more, not because of like, like, I don't think that they are exactly similar characters, but more so where they stand in the grand scheme of the Jedi and the Sith battle. Yeah. Cause you have Ray and Ahsoka, I think are two Jedi that are the closest to what, like the actual ideal of what a peacekeeping Jedi is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, you know, they ask the, the questions of like, well, why do we have to do it like that? Like, why do we have to follow these really weird religious things, essentially? Um, and then you have Maul and Kylo on the other side where it's like they both kind of feel like they have always been like <laughs> crapped on. And uh, for the lack of a better term, and like they both kind of try to make their cast own empire. Aside. Yeah, they're both cast aside. That's the... That's a great way to put it. Um, and I think that like Maul even like being able to recognize that there's no way he's going to be able to defeat yeah. um, what's coming on his own and trying to take Ahsoka's hand, you know, yep. to maybe they can take him together. But I don't know, man. It's just all so good. Um, before we get into a lot of other stuff, though, you mentioned the Revenge of the Sith parallel. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool that we, for the first time ever, got more lines of dialogue from Obi-Wan basically in Revenge of the Sith. Like, like we got just random extra scenes from Obi-Wan from Revenge of the Sith in this episode. And I think that is so cool. Like, and it puts a lot more weight to the movie in general and to this story. Yeah. And oh gosh, I just love it so much. I cannot Stop wait me. to
0: go back and watch The Revenge of the Sith after this is done. I know. It's going to add so much depth to that movie and I I <laughs> I'm scared actually. I al- yeah. I almost watched
1: it. I almost watched it um the other night and I decided that I was going to wait until wait. this was finished yeah. because I want I want that full effect and I, I'm I'm Fully ready to be emotionally wrecked next week. Whenever we ge- inevitably get Order sixty six, I really think it's going to happen next week.
0: I mean, dude, did you see the description?
1: Um. Oh yeah, we did read that, didn't we? I mean, <laughs> okay. Here, next episode. Yeah. We're, oh well, yeah. Read it aloud. <laughs> we're getting order. We're getting order sixty six. Hey, next hey
0: everybody! Just if you don't want any sort of remote spoiler at all. Go ahead and, like, pause or fast forward through this little bit. Ben, read the description of the next episode and the title. Title. Shattered. (sighs) Official description. After
1: capturing Maul on Mandalore, Ahsoka's journey to the Jedi Council is disrupted by Order 66. Oh, sorry, is disrupted when Order 66 is declared, turning her world upside down. So next episode we're going to see Ahsoka dealing with the fallout of Order 66,
0: which I knew I figured we would especially with like how fast we've gone through. We've seen everything now basically that was in the trailers.
1: Yep, and the only thing that we hadn't seen yet that I can remember is that one shot that we got of like Ahsoka um kind of like in like kind of like hurting and in pain on a bridge or whatever. Um, that and also her protecting Rex in a room or something. Yeah. So it was like the two things and the rest of it we have seen. And so the next two episodes are all new stuff. Yeah. I. And yeah. Oh, we also haven't seen the clip. That's like, I sent a plot. to destroy. Yeah, that was that, the thing which is I was going to say. From Revenge of the yeah. yeah.
0: But, but other than that stuff, it's like everything else we've seen, we we've already seen it. <laughs> and. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of figured after this past episode when we saw all of that, it's like, wow, they've already done the mall and Ahsoka whole thing here. And, uh, know. we still have two episodes left. We're getting order 66 is a given. And so, um, I'm not sure if I am ready for it. <laughs> I am genuinely like, um, nervous about it. Um, I'm
1: extremely ready to like, <laughs> cry my eyes out, yeah this week,
0: so let's start talking about the episode. um you know, the first thing I want to talk about is, dude, it's crazy how much Maul knows, yeah, like it really is he knows the entire thing mm-hmm and and I was shocked by that,
1: so yeah, this is a really important thing that I'm happy you're bringing up already, okay, maul does not seem to be affected like the Jedi are from the clouding of the dark side. Right. Um, he has had visions Mm -hmm. of Anakin and like all of that. So even what he knows isn't even necessarily directly from Sidious. It's from like these visions that he, that he gets from just meditating on the force. Right. Um, it's like he has this clarity that the Jedi just don't have. And I'm wondering what exactly causes that. Is it, I mean, obviously he taps more into the dark side. Um, so is it because of that? Is it because he is viewing the, all of this stuff through, you know, the dark side of the force. And so he's actually able to see it because he's not on the other side of the clouds necessarily. Um, for lack of a better, like description. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Um, but I don't know. I think that's a really, really cool place, though, yeah. for Maul to be in, where like he. It also, um, also this whole idea of him having all this information, knowing all this stuff, um, and being kind of treated like he's crazy, really gives me like Fives vibes as well. Um, Ooh,
0: nice. Yeah, I like that.
1: Where like you know, Fives knew the truth. And he was trying to warn people about it, and nobody believed him. And it's like, is this big tragedy. And at the end of this episode, you see Maul like literally losing his mind. He's like, We're all like, you're all gonna die. We're all gonna burn. And then like getting stunned. And by the way, Sam Whitworth, I hope you cut in that line of dialogue. That's it's one of, some them. of the most gut wrenching yeah. like voice acting I've ever heard. I will. Um, I will cut that one for sure. <laughs> um, it is. It's heartbreaking, and it reminds me of when Fives was um was not believed and not heard. Because I mean, like, yeah, Maul is a villain or whatever. But at the end of the day, he was right. Like, and Ahsoka really, in some way, shape, or form, needed to listen to him. I'm not saying Maul was right in the way that he approached it in any way. It's it again it reminds me of Kylo Ren, where it's like he's right. Both sides do kind of need to burn but you're being extreme about it. Like, right. <laughs> um, and Thanos. you're going about this the wrong way. What? Thanos. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's like, you're right, but not in the way that you're executing. And, right. um, and so it's, it's so hard because that's kind of where fives found himself as well, where he, he was right, but he was going about it all wrong and he kept making the wrong decisions. And, and, even whenever he tried to make the right decisions, it didn't go well for him either. And it's just like so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, it's a really interesting point though, that like he, for some reason is not experiencing the same clouding of the dark side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love all that. Great, great points. So we go out, we, Pretty much I've, I feel like we've discussed a good bit of like the the beginning part where they're in the, that those tunnels under under the city. And mm-hmm. uh, we talked about how much Maul knows um, and all that stuff. And then he runs away. Ahsoka chases mm-hmm. him and the clones chase him, but he just is gone. And so yeah. the next thing we see is we are in the throne room. Um, it looks like they're kind of using it as almost like a, a, a home base kind of a deal. Um, and so uh, – we see they are calling Obi – they're Skype calling <laughs> Obi-Wan. Yeah. And we get a lot here, dude. We do. First of all, can I this just say needy. I love any time we get to see Obi-Wan wearing a hood, like wearing mm-hmm. a cloak. I, I love it. It brings back lots of memories. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and because he's doing that, we also we, – we get a sense like, oh, where was Obi-Wan wearing that? Mm -hmm. And uh, we find out through this little call that he has been assigned to go chase down, hunt down Grievous and um, on Utapau. Mm -hmm. And so we know where he is. That's aligning us with Revenge of the Sith. Um, We also find out that Anakin has killed Dooku. Yep, Dude, I wanted to talk about this because this kind of blew my mind when I thought about it. When i w- during the movie during the Revenge of the Sith, I always mm-hmm. and dude, honestly, this is probably what the thought process was at the time, but the fact that they add this layer uh so many years after to me, it makes me wonder, well, wait, <laughs> did they do this on purpose? So Palpatine tells mm-hmm. Anakin do it this that's where he tells him do it mm-hmm. kill him now. He wanted Give him, him to kill Palpatine. I'm sorry. He wanted him to kill Dooku. <laughs> yeah. um, I always thought that that was because he wanted to start Anakin going toward the dark side. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's part of it. But I never th- stopped to think about Obi Wan talks about how um, in this call he talks about how any chance of finding more out about Sidious from Dooku is gone because yeah. because now he's dead. And they're missing a vital link to that because of Dooku's death.
1: Yeah. how it adds more brilliance to Palpatine's plan. Exactly. And who Sidious is. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Sidious wanted 100%. him to kill him twofold. It was because he mm-hmm. wanted Anakin to start his journey toward the dark side even more. He'd already started it. But he wanted him to take a step toward that. But then he also did not want Dooku – to talk any and he's done with and he was done with dooku so kill him and i think that adds so much to that and i was just when he said that i was like oh my gosh my god sidious you devious bastard yep (laughs) like
1: seriously sidious and i think like yes i think that it is a lot i think that has to do something with it i think that he wanted anakin to take his like his more steps into his path down the dark side. And I think that also on top of all that is still this, that underlying layer of just who the Sith are in general of like you bested him. Like he doesn't deserve to be my number two anymore. Like power needs to win, you know, like not, um, like he's weak, (laughs) you know? Um, and if you can just kill him an unarmed prisoner, then you will already be on your way to being more powerful than him and stuff. And so, I mean, like, there's a lot of layers to Dooku's death. that, yeah. And I think that that's only added on to in the scene. You're right. Absolutely. Without Maul in custody, this could all fall apart quickly. We must capture him before he escapes.
2: He mentioned a name, Darth Sidious. Who is this, Sidious? I do not know much, but I will share with you what the Council suspects. Darth Sidious is the Sith Lord who orchestrated the Clone Wars and played both sides of it from the beginning. I first learned the name from Count Dooku, though any chance of learning more about Sidious from Dooku has been lost. Why? Because Count Dooku is dead. Anakin killed him while rescuing the Chancellor. With Dooku gone, we've lost a vital link to understanding the mystery of Darth Sidious. If you can capture Maul, he may be able to provide the missing pieces to this puzzle. Then send me more men. Unfortunately, I cannot. I'm being sent to hunt down General Grievous on Utapau. What about Anakin? Maybe he can reinforce us. May I speak to Ahsoka alone for a moment?
1: I this this call was so good. I loved it. It's so good. Um like I love that whenever he's talking to Ahsoka about it, whenever he does say like um Anakin killed Dooku. Like this thing, this enemy that they've been trying to defeat for so long. Whenever he says finally that he's been defeated instead of it being like like we actually were able to like to finally end Dooku's reign or whatever, instead of like that being the thing, it was said in a very somber and worrisome way. Yes. He was like, Anakin killed Dooku and they, and like Obi-Wan and Ahsoka both felt that that wasn't right. Yeah. And I think that that is also extremely like powerful. And I think it's a really, really, um it it's so telling of just who Obi Wan and Ahsoka both are. Like they're both just so in tune with the force and they're both so in tune with um like what is the right path, honestly. Yeah. And I think Obi Wan knows that he can trust Ahsoka and I love that he called him and he's like he's like the Jedi Council is not always right. That's why I'm asking you to help me.
0: Dude, I loved that. That was so that was such a cool moment from Obi Wan. Yeah. Oh my and, gosh
1: it's such a moment of humility from Obi-Wan, someone who has so like, he's been so like staunchly following the Jedi order and he's still like, you know, kind of uh, following his leadership and trying to trust his, his masters and all of this stuff. But he, he's like, this isn't right. And I just know it Mm -hmm. like this, this we're doing something wrong. Um, and I love that he had, the
0: sort of foresight to see that Um, and specifically they were wrong to assign Anakin to this assignment is what we're talking about now and yet another yet another point in which we are aligned with the revenge of the Sith Anakin is on a special assignment by order of the Jedi Council
2: what kind of assignment he's been instructed to observe the Chancellor and report his findings observe you mean spy They told him to spy on the Supreme Chancellor? Why? The Senate has allowed the Supreme Chancellor to remain in office long after his term has expired. The Council wants to know what his true intentions are. The Chancellor has been a great friend and mentor to Anakin. I can't imagine he is happy about this. No, he's not. So perhaps it's best that you do speak with him. And what? Defend the council's actions? I hardly think I'm the best person for that. Ahsoka, the council isn't always right. That's why I'm asking for your help. Sorry to interrupt, but there's been an attack.
1: Yeah, and so I think that this scene adds so much to the revenge of the Sith. And I want to say, like, this is a perfect example of giving us, like, This isn't, this isn't even, this is so far beyond Easter eggs. Like this isn't like, Ooh, (laughs) like you see what we're doing. Like, do you see that? Like this is in revenge of the Sith or whatever. No, this is adding so much depth and so much like story and deep. Just like this shows how much they love these characters, dude. This is not, I love it
0: so much. This is not, uh, fan service for the sake of fan service. This is earned fan service over seven years of work. It's
1: <laughs> I would say it's almost an insult to even say it's any kind of fan service because it's just so well, it is so directly like supporting and like driving the story. Um, I agree, but deeper. I don't think
0: the term fan service has to be bad Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, sorry, I may have been a little dramatic there. No, I'm just, you know, I get it. But I, cause, (laughs) cause fan service, the words fan service nowadays are totally, there's a negative connotation there. Yeah. Um, and, and I even said that like I, a lot of times when there is fan service, I tend to be like, Oh, here we go. Fan service. Like I, that's just the way that we've been conditioned because a lot of police, a lot of people do that, do fan service in a very cheap way nowadays. Um, but recently I will say, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it's Avengers Endgame or now with the clone wars, we are getting some, and the Mandalorian even like the Mandalorian did a lot of good fan service for us. There was one episode that I thought it was too much and I didn't like, we've talked about that plenty. Um, the gunslinger and, (laughs) but, um, but a lot of it was done really well. And then obviously Mm -hmm. with this, um, I feel like you can earn it, and fan service does not have to be a bad thing. In fact, it should be a good thing, um, right. but you have to earn it. It has to serve the story. It should not just be like, okay, we want to put this in here. Now let's write a story around it, Right. and that's what I feel like th- that's why this works so well is because it is serving the overall story, and I know Dave wanted to do a long – like a long time ago, he wanted to end the series – coinciding with Revenge of the Sith. And so he has had all this time to like meticulously put this plot together. Um, Right. And so it is, dude, it is serving, it is serving the story. It is serving the prequel trilogy as a whole. Um, Mm -hmm. And which is one of the things I love about Clone Wars. It has made me appreciate the prequel trilogy so much more. Um, Even though I know there are issues with it. I love this time period. I love this story. I think it's so mm-hmm. good, and this only helps that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So, Mall. Uh, so basically, it cuts after that scene. It cuts to this really cool shot. By the way, it's like um, the music from the previous scene with the with the phone call or whatever. It gets. It starts to get really like, uh, what's the word? Ominous. <laughs> Um, there's like a, there's like a scream, like that's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of like Mm -hmm. in the background with a ton of reverb. And then this like sweeping, just like strings arrangement by, uh, by Kevin Kiner. And I just think Mm -hmm. that that adds so much atmosphere. And then you have this super cool shot of, I mean, on the ground, you have like several dead clones and Mandalorians and mm-hmm. it goes over this uh, – over this big drop-off down toward the under – you know, uh, everything underground. And then you see a bunch more dead clones and Mandalorians down there. Mm-hmm. And it's just – dude, it's just like, whoa, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. And so basically Maul has taken Jesse, um, one of the clones. Can you remind me – I everybody that I've seen react to this was like, oh, Jesse, don't hurt Jesse – I cannot remember Jesse for the life of me and I know it's probably just because I binged Clone Wars recently. I just it's just like so much information. Um where would we I'm, know Jesse from? Is he from Umbara? I was about
1: to say I think that he he we mostly know him from the Umbara arc. Um he's an arc trooper. Yeah. He uh he's one of the oldest clones um around and so it's like I guess he just he he knew that he had information.
0: Right. Yeah, okay, cool. So I was just wondering, I thought I recognized the face tattoos from mm-hmm. the, from the Umbara Arc, and I just could not yeah. remember for the life of me like is that where he's from or what? But everybody acted like Jesse was a big one, and I was like, "Why don't I remember him?" <laughs> I feel
1: bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Um yeah, Jesse, uh, if well, I remember him from the Umbara yeah. Arc. Um yeah, I think that he's yeah, I think the the big significance with him is like How he he's he's kind of survived a lot Mm. of crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's kind of like along the same lines as like like Rex and stuff in that way of like he's just he's seen a lot. He's survived a lot. And it's like, oh, no, please, please. Not 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 him. Not another one. Like.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I want to talk about a couple of lines that Maul has in the scene because they're so good. So he goes. But I survived and I can thrive in the chaos that is to come. Gosh. And is that not what Maul is all about? Causing oh, chaos yeah. and thriving amongst it, rising amongst the chaos to thrive. I just think that that was such a cool line. And, um, <laughs> and then the other one, this was one of my favorite lines he said, and it's super dark, but it's so good because Sam Witwer s- just completely smashes it <laughs> out of the park. No, there are some things I need to know, and you're going to help me. We can go round
2: and round in this circle if you want. I ain't telling you anything. It is not up to you. Your mind will speak,
1: or it will break.
0: Yes. I was like... Oh, my gosh. And then he goes straight up Kylo Ren on Jesse. <laughs> he really does. Because we don't really know that's we haven't seen that before up to this point. Right. Yeah. This is the earliest. This is our
1: earliest occurrence of this force power being used that we know of. That's what I thought. Very yeah.
0: interesting. Very interesting. So that kind of goes along with your uh, comparison there. About yeah. Kylo and Rey. Um, do you have any other thoughts on this scene?
1: Um, I, I think that that all pretty much sums up my thoughts. I thought that, yeah, I mean, obviously Sam Witwer as Maul, amazing. <laughs> I loved that we got to see him use that power. I, I was not expecting that. I thought that it was really cool. Yeah. Like, and of, of all people, it's Maul that we see, uh, use this power. Yeah. I think that that's just so cool. So um, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: So after that. Um, we won't spend too much time here, but something important happens here. Uh, the Mandalorian prison where they go to visit Almec. Yeah. So here in this scene is where we find out that, uh, that Maul has been having visions. Um, and, uh, in the vision he saw, uh, he saw the name or heard the name Skywalker and Mm -hmm. basically, from then, from that point on, we know what Maul's intentions. We start to put the pieces together of what Maul's intentions are. Yeah, a little bit, and a little bit. yeah, and so what, dude? What did you think of that scene? I thought that I was like, well, first of all, I loved when he was going to say that, and it reminded me exactly of Attack of the Clones. It was a bounty hunter named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was like literally the exact same thing happened. And uh but except that they did get to get the information that they needed out of Almec here. Um, yeah,
1: and actually he says it with the same tone that actually Yoda says it whenever he's dying. I'm like, how many people have died like saying Skywalker <laughs> at this point? Do we know? I noticed that um, too.
0: So good.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I thought this was a really cool scene. I thought that whenever he said Skywalker, like you said, I kind of started to put those pieces together. Um, and I thought that was actually really interesting too, because I did actually, I think I was thinking that he was drawing Kenobi there just cause he wanted to kill Kenobi. But whenever he said that actually, it really shifted a lot. I was like, Oh, whoa, hold on. Maul's up to something more. Yeah. Like, and that kind of made me like <laughs> perk up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I thought that that was, and I also thought that that was a cool way to do it yeah. and give like a Soka and Bo-Katan a really cool sort of like side thing to do as yep. well. And I don't know, man, it's just, they constructed this so well. I, like, and it all speaks so much for itself in a way yeah. that sometimes I'd start to elaborate and I'm like, I couldn't have said it better myself. Nope. Like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why we're going through this middle section here, and it's just like, so what do you have to say about that? Nothing? Cool. Let's go. Well, it happened, so, yep. <laughs> we'll have plenty to say about the end. Oh,
1: um, I do actually real quick. Uh, we got another good look, like whenever, you know, Maul's talking to Jesse and everything. We got another really good look at um, Gar Saxon. Oh, yeah. And Ursa Wren. Um, and it's just, it's cool to see that blue hair. Yeah. I don't know. It is. It is. And that. dude,
0: Gar Saxon looks awesome.
1: <laughs> Gar Saxon got a downgrade whenever he joined the empire.
0: <laughs> and, and his armor sh- and is, the show of rebels.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, cause he, his armor and everything is yeah. amazing. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> yeah.
0: But unfortunately for him later on, he kind of gets abandoned here. So <laughs> Maybe he considered it an upgrade after all. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Um, This so the next scene I actually wanted to go ahead and say. Please do.
0: How cool! Yeah, dude.
1: Is it that we saw Dryden Voss? Yep,
0: Dryden Voss in these
1: holograms from Solo. Like from Solo, and I was like, oh,
0: hey, that guy. Yep. So that was really cool. What an awesome (laughs) little Easter egg. He did not have to put that in there. Mm-mm. He did not have to do yeah. that, <laughs> but he did. And yeah. dude, I just thought that was, I thought that was so cool. And what's the guy's name on the, on there, like on the far left, it's, it's dry. There's Dryden Voss. There is, um, Marg Krim, And then there's the other mm-hmm. guy. I cannot remember his name. It's, he is um, from the, um, is it? He's oh, from gosh. Mustafar. He, uh, he, the black, the sun. black sun Yes. The black sun What, what is his um, name? Zaiten
1: Moj or something like that.
0: Yeah, I, I could not, I could not remember his name for the life of me. But him, yeah, uh, it was cool to see him. Was he? He was there. Was he there when uh, <laughs> Savaggio Press just like mm-hmm. killed, just slaughtered everybody's, uh, just like cut everybody's head off at that? Was that the same group? Yeah, that was the black. Yeah, son? that's the same group. Yeah. Okay. I just thought, I thought yeah, that was cool to see him when
1: he killed everybody or whatever, and then he that's whenever this guy became the leader. Yeah, the, I thought that was really side. cool to
0: see. Um yeah. I just love seeing the under the underworld here, the crime syndicate all together is really cool to see. Yep. Um, we can, dude, we we cannot skip over this part. Gar Saxon and. Uh, Gar Saxon and Bo Katan have this awesome, like, kind of showdown. Yes. And there was a Mission Impossible style elevator sequence here. (laughs) Dude, this was so cool. Yeah, it was it was awesome.
1: I did not expect to get this kind of cool Mandalorian combat in this season.
0: (laughs) I was hoping for it, man. When it was the Siege of Mandalore, I was like, we I hope we get I know we're gonna get some cool Jedi stuff. I hope we yeah. get some cool some cool actual like battle between mandalorians and we are and I'm so happy yeah. about that.
1: It's so cool yeah.
0: dude. Dude, yeah, when in that elevator sequence was just so well done and thankfully yeah. it did not end like the mission impossible <laughs> sequence did oh for Amelia Westevs. <laughs> yes. It,
1: I thought that the use of like the jetpack and everything to like stop the oh, elevator yeah. was so... So cool. Um their their like in general their fight Mm -hmm. was just like really well done. The lighting in the elevator is so cool. Like their armor just looks amazing Mm -hmm. in this scene. Because like all of the lights and everything are really popping since it's dark. Yep. But there's still like like master like lights coming in from different like um rooms
0: and such. And the flames.
1: Yeah, and the flames, and it's just – it's all so good and well done. And
0: we've we, we spent so much time in this art talking about how, wow, Maul is so cool. Ahsoka is awesome. I love the uh-huh. clones. We have not spent nearly enough time talking about how awesome Bo-Katan is. She is just the bomb. I love she her. She really is. <laughs> she is just – and she said something I, – I guess it was in the last episode. I can't remember. Yeah, it was. When it was like, um, you will be – Uh, I cannot remember the exact line, but something about how someone said to her, you will be seen as a villain in your people's eyes or something like that. And she said, I don't, I don't care. And like, she's, she's okay with that Mm -hmm. because she actually loves her people and doesn't care what she looks like to them. She's the hero that they don't deserve. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, and so like, I just, I just think that she is such a cool character and I'm so ready for her to lead Mandalore
1: me too. Yes. So yep. that's
0: going to be cool. Um I love it, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm happy you brought that up.
0: Yeah. We got to give we got to give Bo-Katan her her uh her due and dude What would you put percentage-wise that like what like what percentage-wise would you give Bo-Katan for showing up in the Mandalorian? I think that with every week of this show, I think it's going up.
1: Right now, I'd put it at a solid 65 to 70.
0: Wow, that's actually really high. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, because, okay. I'm at like 50-50 right now. Yeah. I really think it could happen.
1: I think it will, but I also, the percentage of like me not thinking it would is mostly coming from the fact that, She's a Mandalorian, and I really feel like for someone else to have the, um, the Dark Blade, or what, is that the The right? The Darksaber. Sorry, the (laughs) Darksaber. I'm sorry. I play, I play Destiny, and there's something in it called the Dark Blade, (laughs) and I I was like, that's wrong. What did I just say? Yeah. No, the Darksaber. For someone else to have the Darksaber, um whenever she is supposed to have it, you know, mm. I don't, I don't know. Like that feels like she had to have died for someone else to get it. But at the same time, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I have a greater percentage of saying like, but, <laughs> but didn't hold on,
0: but didn't honestly, it's all very convoluted in my head right now who gets from it. from what when. I
1: remember. Sabine gave it to, Bo-Katan Sabine gave
0: it to Bo-Katan and Rebels, Mm -hmm. but she got that from Darth Maul or she got that from Maul before and Maul wasn't dead,
1: but Maul's also not a Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, maybe you don't have to die. Maybe she got it stolen from her.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think that she could have gotten it stolen from her. But I, like, I think the part of me is just, like, that, like, she's very through and through a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and I think, like, that warrior spirit of, like, well, like, if you're going to take it from me, I want you to take it, like, and actually earn it. Yeah. Like, you're not going to take it from me unless you kill me.
0: A lot of pre-Vizsla. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. But, like I said, yeah. I think there's a 65 to 70% chance she will be in it. Wow. So...
0: I hope so. I think it'd be awesome if it, if it works well. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, dude, here we go. We got to get to this point because it's just like...
1: <laughs> yeah, this is... Yep, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Because we already talked about it some, but we need to get a little more into
0: it. Yeah. Um, okay, so... First of all, Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, and Rex walk into the throne room and see Maul. And chilling. Yeah, he's just like, I agree. <laughs> and... <laughs> And Bo-Katan runs in, shooting, guns and blazing and Dar- – Ben, how many times – how many times am I going to call him Darth Maul? <laughs> Maul just is flicking his wrist going, shoot, 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 flicking, yep. flicking the shots away.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's so, it's so cool just seeing how like overmatched she is for him. (laughs) And he's literally just sitting back with his legs up going (laughs) and it's so awesome. Um, Maul gives a gesture of good faith and sends Jesse back to them unharmed, which was surprising to me. I Mm -hmm. thought Jesse was a goner and I really did too. So Rex leaves with him bo leaves to fight once they see a bunch of explosions out the window in this gorgeous <laughs> shot. Um, you may want to go deal with that. <laughs> One of you want to go deal with that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she leaves and leaving Ahsoka and Maul alone in the throne room. Gosh. Can I just say anytime... That there is a duel in a throne room in Star Wars, it's just the best. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent.
0: What is it? And and the throne rooms that they craft in the Star Wars universe are just the best on just a purely, um, uh, just a purely shallow level of just saying, this just looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like every time that they're in a throne room, Last Jedi. Return of the Jedi, another arc of this show, this mm-hmm. arc of this show,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just the best. <laughs> I love it.
1: It's so good. So, it is so good. Yeah. Also, so like, I mean, this entire episode has looked amazing, but the this next portion of the episode looks like they they put everything into it, man. And I mean, gosh. Honestly, it's it's from the moment. I mean, it's before this too, but from the moment that window breaks open, which, uh, by the way, kind of mirrors um, the window getting blasted open whenever Palpatine and Windu are fighting. Um, but, like, whenever the window gets blasted open and it's just, like, that debris and sparks and stuff is just flying through the room. Like, from that moment, it's almost like, Oh, a couple of animators just stepped into the room.
0: Yep. Like, (laughs) like literally it was like, okay, they didn't have to do that, but I'm so glad they did. (laughs) It's like HD 4K. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, here's the test footage, (laughs) you know, it's (laughs) like, it is so beautiful, dude. And I love how right here, there is a little bit of music, but it is so quiet. And like, it's, it's basically, you can just hear so much of the battle happening outside. It kinda mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of the throne room scene in Return of the Jedi, honestly. Cause you mm-hmm. can see the um you can see the blockade out the window of that. Yeah. And you can hear the gunships and all that stuff. But with this, it's like you can just hear the battle happening out there. Uh-huh. And and you can see the explosions out those gorgeous windows. And then they break the windows.
1: <laughs> and also I feel like so actually, before we hop into like the rest of the battle here, <laughs> can we just real quick give a huge, a huge round of applause to Kevin Kiner for the score of this episode? Because he... I have notes for him. <laughs>
0: incorpor- you have notes for him? Oh, yeah. Well, not for him. To For praising him. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His ability to
1: use restraint, mm-hmm. but still incorporate little bits Mm -hmm. of classic melodies to let us in on some stuff Yep, is incredible. In this episode, he took some of Sidious's theme and you hear that kind of every, every once in a while, whenever like they're talking about Sidious or something, you hear that, like that, you have, um, these ones are more subtle, which is what I'm actually really, really like astounded by. But you hear it sometimes whenever they're fighting and stuff. Um, Like, and it's no longer than like two notes worth, but you hear little bits of Duel of the Fates Mm -hmm. every once in a while. And it's so little that if you watch it and you're not listening for it, you almost don't hear it. But if you're listening for hints of music in there, then like, and you, and you know it in your soul, you're like, Oh, there it is.
0: There (laughs) is one point where you can definitely clearly hear, Duel of the Fates for like five uh-huh. seconds. It's yeah. like for two measures, and it is when it is at the end when Maul they're you know they're on those beams, and yep. and Maul gets the high ground. Yeah, and you hear, ah, 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 and then yep. it goes on to that, something else. It's it's that's very exactly clearly what was that, about. but it's yep. and it and it's it's not even to me. It wasn't even subtle. It was just like here's Gosh. this. And then we're yep. going back in, and it fits so well the way you're right. Like he uses such restraint because he doesn't use it all. It's not like the for this whole fight he wasn't going. Yeah, like exactly. That wasn't in there, <laughs> and I, I would have been cool with that, but it wasn't in yeah. there. And so he comes up with his own awesome score, gives us just a little snippet, and it's so nice. I loved it so much.
1: And. You mentioned this before we started the episode but how about those drums that kind of lead into Bro. the battle when he's like, when
0: he's saying when he says something like looks like the looks like the uh looks like the padawan wants one more lesson or something yeah. like that the drums are like do 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 like it's just it builds the tension so well and that continues yeah. it continues through the entire that is like the basis of that whole fight part that that happens in the throne room, and it goes down when they go to the ground floor with the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You know the, the the battle down there. It is, it's dude. It's so freaking good. It's so freaking good. Um, and then also the I did find uh, there was a spot where, um, let's see what happened. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember. So at one point, you hear a sad, like the sad Imperial March that's reminiscent mm-hmm. of when Vader is dying at the end of The Return of the Jedi. I'm trying to think of, I wonder if it's when Almec is, says Skywalker. Yeah. And it's the, um, it's that, mm-hmm. It's that really slow and it's like right when Vader dies at the end of Return of the Jedi. That's what it felt yeah. like. And it 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 wasn't even subtle. It was like, "Oh, there's the Imperial March." <laughs> and but it yeah. was beautiful. It was just like I love it when music is used this way. <sighs> it's so good, Ben.
1: Gosh. Um, okay. So, moving past the music for yes. um for a minute here. Let's do it. This fight, okay, <laughs> between Maul and Ahsoka, is mocapped. Like yep. it is totally motion captured, and the marriage of animation and motion capture here, yeah, is insane. I mean, okay, first off, we get Ray Park, the original Darth, Darth Maul. Yep, um, we get him. As Maul like fighting in this scene and you see it, you can totally notice it. Especially if you watch like the footwork and stuff, you don't even have to be somebody who like watches choreography. If you watched the prequels growing up and you watched the Phantom Menace as much as I did, like you'd notice it in just the way he moves his legs.
0: Dude, literally the way that he stood with the lightsaber at the beginning before they even started fighting. That was Ray Park. Yeah. It God, dude, it's so good when he does this like double jump thing mm-hmm. with like on one leg. Yes, it. it do he you know what I'm talking about? That is like, yes, I do. That is like such a Ray Park move.
1: Yes, it is because
0: I've actually yes. just watched him twirl lightsabers on YouTube. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that's just something he does, and yeah, and dude, it it is so good. And this is something I want to talk about because. Okay. Well, first of all, before we go on about Ray Park, because we might do this for a minute, the we have to talk about the person who does mocap for Ahsoka as well. Yes, because it's La- incredible. Yeah, La- hold on. Lorne. Me- her name is Lauren Mary Kim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she also did stunt work for Omera in um, Episode Four, Sanctuary of Yeah, The Mandalorian, uh, which is the the mom of the of in mm-hmm. the, in that village and she also did stunt work for the armorer in the mandalorian oh okay yeah yeah pretty cool so she obviously crushed it as well um as star wars fans we are going to geek out over the ray park stuff but we just have to give credit to lauren mary kim as well because it was uh Gosh. amazing
1: yeah like on my first watch i couldn't take my eyes off ray park yeah, as a star wars same. fan but like upon second viewings and stuff, I kept my eyes on Ahsoka and the work that she did. Like there's even a little move where like she swings low with her lightsaber and then like, like lifts up and like throws her lightsaber in the air and catches it backward and like goes after yep. him again. And it's like, yep. it's just so mind bogglingly good. Yep. And it all looks incredible. The, the movements have so much weight and like, like emotion to them. And I, I just, this is, this is, this is one of my favorite lightsaber battles ever.
0: Okay, and so, (laughs) it's mine too. It's one of mine too. And something that, that really caught my eye was when you're watching this, a lot of times when you watch these animated lightsaber duels, they're, okay, they're amazing. Like that, (laughs) that one where Maul and um, Sidious Sidious and Savage Press are fighting is like one of my all-time favorites and it's insane. But the mm-hmm. thing that the thing about these um, these animated lightsaber duels is, you know, you do the thing that looks the coolest because it's what looks cool and you can make it. And so why yeah. not do it, <laughs> which I'm fine with. To be honest, I've never had a problem with it. But there's something about this because these are humans fighting. There is mm-hmm. a realism to this fight, even though it's like I know that they didn't necessarily mocap everything, mm-hmm. Um they mo- moments ca-
1: like whenever she like jumps on his leg right uh, when they're on the beams and like is like pushing down on him i'm like i can't imagine that that's i
0: can't imagine that being real but <laughs> if it was <laughs> yeah. cool um but, kudos <laughs> but like so, so surely they didn't mocap everything because this mm-hmm. is a cartoon and they have to stay like true to the language of their fighting but at the same time this looked like you said this looked like fighting in the phantom menace this looked like whenever you're whenever you're fighting whenever as a human being you have to deal with the laws of gravity you have to deal with weight and there's a weight when they're fighting those are humans fighting or you know zabrak and those are people (laughs) those are yeah those are actual living beings fighting that's what it feels like and when they're on the beams above you know in the dome There's they go out of their way to show them actually balancing themselves because, yeah, because you know, sometimes in these things, you they don't necessarily care about that stuff, it's just like, no, this looks cool, like Yoda fighting in (laughs) in, uh, anything he fights in, but like, but this it was like they flip over each other and stuff, but then they like they like do that thing where you hop around a little bit till you get a little balance under your feet, you know what I'm talking about. Mm There is that realism here, even though it's a lightsaber duel between two people who don't exist. Right. It just adds so much weight and so much, like, awesomeness to this. And just knowing that Ray Park was a part of it, I don't know, man. It's just so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> it's such so a well dork. done.
1: Like, the, yeah, and, like, bringing together Ray Park and Sam Witwer, it's like...
0: Oh, my gosh. Chef's kiss. It It is... I feel like they were just like, you know what would make, oh my gosh, I just, I have it playing next to, (laughs) I have it playing while we're talking here. And that double jump thing that he does, he just goes, he goes, it's the second one, he does it twice. And there's, there's a second one once, I just did it again. (laughs) Um, Once Ahsoka has one lightsaber, he takes advantage of her and just goes, chh, chh. It's just so cool. It's just so cool. It's Ray Park, man. And then something I love. I want to talk about this because we could talk about the stunt work all day because it's insane. I love the banter here between Maul and Ahsoka. It is. She is such a Skywalker Padawan. It is. She she really reminds me of Anakin at parts. And then Mm -hmm. she really reminds me of Luke at a specific part.
2: You're lucky Anakin didn't show up.
0: The way you're fighting, you wouldn't have lasted long. Oh, no, you have Kenobi's arrogance.
2: You'll find I have many qualities for you to dislike.
0: So there is a spot where... Um, so the part where she talks about, you, you better be glad that Anakin didn't show up because right. the way you're fighting, you wouldn't have lasted long. That was so yeah. Anakin, and I love... That yeah. was so great. And then after that he says something like uh you have you have kenobi's arrogance and then she's like you'll fi- you'll uh-huh. find i have many qualities that are, that are that you won't like or something like that it reminded me of when Lou yeah. goes you'll find i'm full of surprises yes. it reminded me exactly yep. of that That's these really are good. this is a skywalker essentially <laughs> it re- she really has yeah. taken the traits of anakin and i i love it man that and she's so confident and poised even when she loses her Ahsoka, who? Uh, even when she loses her, the, Sorry. The, what? What just happened?
1: <laughs> I, whatever you said, she's such a Skywalker. It made me think of the oh. last scene of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but it's like Ahsoka. It's like Ahsoka who
0: Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Skywalker. Oh gosh. Sorry, but you were no. Saying um, the Luke she was just very. She's very confident. Even when she loses yeah, she one is. of her lightsabers. Dude, that part that part right before she starts her banter with him where she like force pulls yeah. the lightsaber back when it's open oh. and he like avoids it. It's so sick, dude.
1: It's so good.
0: So at this point, we have this going on and we have the ground battle happening between Mandalorians. Yeah. The cuts that they use between here. So like they use – They're so They good. use like, – their editing for this part is beautiful because they use like they'll go from the throne room and a light you know the the sabers will clash and they'll hit like the ground and yeah. make kind of sparks on the ground and they'll use that as uh-huh. an explosion they'll use that to transition to an explosion down on the down on the ground fight and and yep. then they go back and forth that way a couple of times and I just thought it was brilliant I thought it was so well edited and, and gorgeous yeah. Thank you, Lucasfilm. No, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I said, Thank you, Lucasfilm.
1: Seriously, it's it's so yeah. well done and it's masterfully cut together. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about like like um, we're getting you know to the end here, uh, but there's a couple more things to kind of talk about as mm-hmm. this this whole battle scene has wrapped up. Is first off, who
0: is that woman in the ship? I don't know. Are we supposed to no, know? No. So I thought maybe for an instant that it might be. Could it be like from Solo? Could it be Kira? But I thought about it doesn't that, too but that. Doesn't work. That doesn't work because doesn't she kill Dryden Voss?
1: I think that that's when. Hold on, is Solo after this? It is, isn't it? Because isn't the Empire around whenever Solo has Yeah,
0: I think it is after this. I think yeah. it is it has so, to be after this. Because Dryden so Voss it could is be Kira. alive. But yeah. it, it I don't think so because Kira well, yeah, you're right, because he's she's working for Dryden Voss. I forgot about that. Right. So it could be it Kira. It could be. That's what I thought uh-huh. about at first, and then I taught myself out of it, and now I'm back in. so i don't know that's the only thing i could think of i I, it might not be anyone special at all
1: right that's the thing like i was i think more than like are we supposed to know who it is i think more my question is is she supposed to be significant um i don't know but the thing that makes me think that she is is because ahsoka looks up at the hole afterward and sees that they got away so i'm like wait is that supposed to be someone like important to Ahsoka? Like are they supposed to she's supposed to look like go after whoever that was or something?
0: But I, I didn't don't know. think of it that way. I kind of took it more as. Um, I kind of took it more as she just learned a lot about everything that's going uh-huh. on, that's about to happen, basically. And mm. and Maul is now captured and she's finally alone for a second. So now she's thinking what is about to happen. That's yeah. kind of more what I thought about like,
1: or maybe she senses a disturbance. in. The yeah. Course.
0: That's also another, she could be sensing that as well.
1: Yeah. Because, um, along with all of this, um, so this is, this is more of like a fan theory thing, but I mean, we know that this is in tandem. Like this is all going alongside revenge of the yeah. Sith. Um, something that some fans have done on like Reddit and such, they have watched. So at the beginning of the fight, I'll break this down very quickly just cause it's, it's more like a fun thing to kind of speculate about. And it's like, Oh wow. They do kind of line up. That's cool. Uh, then it maybe is anything that's yeah. you know super intentional, but I think it's, I think it's worth at least just like bringing up um, like near the beginning of the, f- like at the very beginning of the fight, we hear a screech that very, very much resembles the screech at the beginning of the fight between Sidious um, Windu and
0: uh, all of the Jedi that just all flail
1: the Jedi that just fail. And it's so sad, too, because we oh, do. I actually didn't see say fail. Like, I said flail. Oh, flail. <laughs> they yeah. do. They're like- well, they do fail too. <laughs> <laughs> like Kit Fisto and stuff. We see him be mm. awesome in the show. Um, um, and then he just gets completely wrecked by Sidious. Um, but anyways, like that little like weird twirls. Yep. screech thing yep. he does at the beginning of the fight uh we hear that like screech kind of at the beginning of this fight um some people don't hear it as much but I, like when i watched it i actually did hear it um so i could see why people were like "Ooh, i want to see mm-hmm. something so people have been playing this battle from like from that moment whenever that screech happens they play revenge of the sith from the moment the screech happens there and they watch how the battles kind of mirror each other and there are different points that kind of like like follow each other. Like I think that it said something about um like there's a point where um like the like there's one point where like the speeder, like Anakin is landing um at the place where they're uh, where, you know, Dooku and Mace Windu are fighting. And um and like at that moment something else happens in this that like kind of is hinting at that a little bit and then like later on whenever maul is saying like um like we're all like you're we're all gonna die like you're all gonna burn and all that stuff which is just amazing you're all going
2: to burn we're all going to die you don't know
0: what to here yeah, commander dude Dialogue, that so like good. at that
1: moment when that is happening and you kind of hear a little if i'm not mistaken during that part you hear a little bit of sidious's theme um or i i can't remember but i want to listen to the music right there because at that moment the people on reddit were saying that when that is happening we're seeing anakin be like knighted in Or not, you know, like, he's being, like, given the name Darth Vader. Oh. And is, like, made his apprentice right as Maul is saying, like, like we're all going to die. You're all going to burn and all that stuff. So... Very interesting if you want to go and perform tests yourself, like, go do it. I haven't done it myself yet. I want to. Yeah. But like I said, I'm kind of saving Revenge of the Sith for after the whole thing is Same done. Same here.
0: Um, I'm definitely going to do that. I want to I see because it sounds a little yeah. bit like too good to be true a little bit to me. It sounds interesting nonetheless. I want to try it like, for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then obviously there is that that whole part where he's screaming and everything, and then he gets captured. Yep. Which good on good on Ahsoka and Rex because Maul is very hard to kill. <laughs> they captured um, him. They did know not that kill him. He lives um, and is in rebels. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so Can yeah. I just
0: say also that um, Maul has now lost twice when he had the high ground.
1: I mean high ground can't yep. make up for um, being bad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> well, it's, but <laughs> so he lost to really Obi-Wan funny, had,
0: and he had the high ground he lost and Obi-Wan he lost, and to lost to Ahsoka.
1: Yep. But I mean, that's, that is totally um, along, along the lines of like why the Jedi win, because they don't have that same fear. They don't have that stuff clouding their, you know, their ability to see clearly in the, in the heat of yep. the moment. He's like driven by all this rage and anger and fear and all this stuff, dude. And, it's, and then so yes, and it's
0: so clear that he is filled with fear because as soon as he gets captured, he's like he wants to die. He would prefer. He
1: wished that yeah. He's like he's like let me me. He does go. not like, want to die. be around
0: when Sidious gets there, <laughs> and and all of this happens because because now he is not going to rise during the chaos. He is going to fall, and he does not want to be on that mm-hmm. side of it. And he's terrified. And I thought that, gosh, Sam Witwer, dude, when he's yelling at the end, it is so passionate. (laughs) Like it reminded me of like
1: it kind of reminded me of whenever we first meet Maul and he's lost his mind and everything. mm. And he keeps on like going between different like. Yes levels of how scared he is or how crazy yep. he is. and like, Yeah. And yeah. You know, like, you know, all of that. That's what it reminded me of. Um, it's like, man, Maul is hitting rock
0: bottom yeah, again. Man. Like <laughs> he really is. I'm really curious to see what happens with him next. Like is, do you think Ahsoka maybe is going to escape order 66 with Maul maybe? Or do you think like somehow I don't know that they will
1: escape together. I think that Maul will be in custody. Like, I think he's he's captured mm-hmm. right now. I think during the chaos of Order 66, he's going to escape, and then he's just going to oh, run. Oh, he will thrive Maul during going to get the heck out of there. <laughs> so what? he will
0: thrive during the chaos.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah, exactly. Like, during the, all the craziness of Order 66, I think that's when he's going to duck and run. He's like, nope, I can't win yeah. this. I'm going to go run away while the deterioration of the republic happens yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i'm 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 Um, not i don't think i'm i'm emotionally ready for what's about to happen
1: i'm not dude i'm not ready to see i'm not ready to see if i swear if ahsoka has to watch obi-wan's message that goes out to all the jedi I'm going to lose my mind and I'm not going to be okay. I'm going to have to call in sick to work. I'm going to (laughs) have (laughs) to buy a bunch of chicken noodle soup and I'm like legitimately going to be out of commission.
0: (laughs) Dude, do you have any other stray thoughts for this episode?
1: I can't. I no. I think we talked about them all. Like I'm just at this point, I just need to see the rest of it.
0: I have never seen in the star Wars fandom so overwhelming, so much overwhelming positivity about something.
1: I haven't seen anybody say anything bad about not this one person. Or the last on weeks. Twitter.
0: <laughs> on Twitter, it's been 100 percent positive comments that I've seen.
1: Even YouTube, like when I look at YouTube comments on like reactions and stuff, all it is is people just like, "This is the best episode of
0: Clone Wars ever." Like. And it was the same thing last week. Yeah, It's insane. It's- and so yeah. I just can't wait. We got two weeks left. Actually, we have a week and a half left. We have like a week and two days yeah. left total because we have Friday's episode and then we have, which by the time y'all are listening to this, is only two days away. And then from that point on, we have on May the 4th, which is Monday. So Friday and then Monday, we will be emotionally killed. <laughs> So in
1: a week, in a week's time, basically, we will see, we will have seen the end of the Clone Wars.
0: Yep. I don't know if I'm ready for that either.
1: I'm supposed to do a live stream that day. (laughs) Good luck with that, buddy.
0: Well, you're on it with me, so. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant, oh, it's that day. (laughs) I guess this would be a good time to announce that. (laughs) I thought you were talking about a – Not a a Twitch
1: Twitch stream. Yeah, no. Like you're in this with me, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We got to do that together. Okay, So, okay, Let's transition out and let's do this announcement really quick. Thank you for that. Um, On on Monday, May the 4th, you guys, we are doing a live stream on Facebook um, and we're basically – guys, we just want to hang out with you. We want to hang out with you. We're going to be in the A Certain Point of View Facebook discussion group. Um, as far as I know, if something changes with the, how we're going to live stream, we will let you all know.
1: Yeah. I'm still looking into how I need to do all that. But for right now, the plan is to just where we see each other. And even if it's not like. Directly on the there. link will be in there. We'll post about it on there. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. And so, but that's we just want to hang. We want to hang out with you guys. We know that maybe not the entire group, you know, Facebook group listens to the podcast, but I know we mm-hmm. want to hang out with the entire Facebook group and just talk Star Wars. It's Star Wars Day Monday. May the Fourth be with you. That's the day we're doing it, and we just we want to talk. So, guys, we want you to send in like, what do you want us to talk about? Like, I already have a couple of things in mind. Um, but like we obviously we will not only have the last two episodes of this that we will talk spoiler free about because uh, it's too soon to talk spoiler mm-hmm. um, in a live setting like that. Um, but we will talk spoiler free about these last two episodes of this show. We will also talk about what we have will have gotten to see of um, the Mandalorian uh, docuseries. Which will yeah. also be coming out that day on May the 4th. It's going to be an amazing Star Wars day. Um, it really is. And so we will talk about other stuff too. So guys, we just really want to hang out with you. So we will. Uh, I will be posting about that later on. Uh, probably tomorrow I'll post about it in Facebook and all that stuff. But uh, just, be, just be aware of that. Monday, May the 4th at 8 o'clock is when we decided to do mm-hmm. that. And so I'm not sure how long it will go. But 8 o'clock, Monday, May the 4th. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too, man. It's going to be, be a lot of fun. Um, and so with that said, Ben, do you have any other thoughts?
1: I don't. May the force be with us all <laughs> this week. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, best of luck to you, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I pray for my girlfriend or fiance because she's going to have to be the one to deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> my well, she'll watch it
0: one day because y'all are watching through it, right?
1: yeah she yeah we're still we're
0: still in season one it's tough going that first season or two well
1: the thing is that we keep on getting distracted by the thing it's like right now we're going through community yeah 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 and we're just loving like watching something and laughing together sure. so um but we'll, we'll get back on the clone Wars yeah. soon hopefully
0: all right guys well with that all down let's uh let's just put a put a pin in this and guys we will we will be back next week to talk about episode 11 and with all that down may the force be with you
1: always